Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. Tonight, we'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in that position. He will cross the line and win. You know, back in the day, I feel like you had a lot of friends when you had fast cars. But now, if you have a fast car, they want to shuffle you out so they don't have to contend with you. The checkered flag is out. And here comes Denny Hamlin. To me, there's been three types of legitimate types of super speedway racing. I don't know which one it's going to be a mix of and interested to see when I get there. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Hercules Tires. Right on our screen from the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina. Here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live and Procore Week here on Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you for yet another get-together. And all this week, we are getting you ready for racing at Talladega Super Speedway and the Geico 500. Kyle Petty is going to join us on today's show. We're going to talk with Kyle about the 2019 Charity Ride Across America as well as his observations on this year's Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series season so far. We'll preview this weekend's Geico 500 with your favorite drivers. And president of Talladega Super Speedway, Grant Lynch, is going to join us. Tell us what's new if you're heading there this weekend. Talladega has produced more first-time winners than any other track NASCAR's ever gone to. On today's show, we'll take you back to each of those drivers that landed their first win at Talladega. NASCAR Hall of Famer Dale Jarrett will be joining us on the MRN broadcast this weekend, and he'll be continuing a family tradition on the network that dates back to his dad in the mid-1970s. Both Ned and Glenn Jarrett will talk about their time on MRN on today's show as well. We've got you covered with this week in NASCAR history, a preview of this week's MRN Truck Series podcast, and a whole lot more. But to get us kicked off, here's Kim Kuhn with the latest in social media. Kim, what have you seen this week? Well, as many in the garage know, Ryan Blaney is a massive Star Wars fan, and the trailer for the latest edition of the movie franchise dropped on April 13th, and Blaney had some thoughts on it. Oh, that was all right. Yeah, that dropped uh, probably two hours ago, so that was pretty neat. Um... Interested to see where they go with it. Yeah, we'll see. I know what my Christmas will be doing. I'll be doing over uh, in December. But um, oh, that was that was neat. There's a lot of great movies coming out this year. It's a, it's a pretty cool time in that that area right now. He also retweeted the trailer with the caption that laugh at the end. Could it be? And a mind blown emoji. Now the new Star Wars movie is set to debut around Christmas time, and I am sure Ryan is going to get tickets as soon as he is able to. Other things on social media this week, Clint Boyer was shotgunning a beer with Kyle Larson's wife, Caitlin. It was a tweet directed at Dale Jr. Hey, Jr., finally found somebody man enough to shotgun a beer with me. Now, Dale Jr. later had a tweet of his own, shotgunning a beer for Clint, and this was my favorite part of it. In response to Jr.'s video of shotgunning a beer, Daniel Hemrick chimed in and said, Dang, Jr., you are out of practice. Jimmy Johnson also weighed in saying, Way out of practice so junior maybe you need to work on your form and clint was on dale jr's podcast where they had a good time as you can imagine one of my favorite things though this past week on twitter was cole custer he released his new twitter series cole custer cold custer review here's a sneak peek you know we're doing these cole custer cold custer reviews off of taste texture uh 
uh, that's that's about it probably. I mean, it's cold. It's cold custard. It can only get so so complicated. So we're just gonna go, you know, three scoops for Dale. Everybody knows the rules. That's pretty good right there. I got the peanut butter and chocolate. Now I I even forgot to say where we're even at. We're at Abbott's Frozen Custard in Concord. Great place. Well done, Cole. We look for more on Twitter brilliance like this this season. Of course, Cole races in the Xfinity Series for SHR. He's the latest winner in the Xfinity Series, already winning two races this season. They are back in action Saturday with the Moneyline 300 from Talladega. And, of course, the Cup Series will race on Sunday in the Geico 500. Motor Racing Network's airtime will be at 2 p.m. Eastern Sunday. You can follow along with us all weekend and hear our practice and qualifying coverage at MRN.com and the races on many of these same stations. I'm Kim Kuhn. Follow us on Twitter at MRN Radio. And, of course, as always, if you want to chat, use that hashtag AskMRN. Thank you, Kimmy. Coming up next, we'll hear from NASCAR Hall of Famer and former broadcaster for MRN, Ned Jarrett. And later, Kyle Petty will join the show. He's our AutoZone Driver of the Week. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. A free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, who's the greatest of all time? For my money, it's Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle. It literally saves you money. Gentlemen, your thoughts. Look, it's simple. I've said it before Points and I'll say it again. Add up all the heroes, take away the zeros, and what you got? One big trophy of me saying, no I told you so. I disagree. Thanks, fellas. Took the words right out of my mouth. There's really no debate. Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle is a winning combination. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The weather's heating up, which means it's the perfect time to get that brake job done. At AutoZone, we have everything you need to do it right. Replacing your brake pads? It might be time to replace your rotors, too. Our Duralask Brake Bundle has the proven tough Duralask pads and rotors you need to do the complete job, starting at only $99.99 and sold only at AutoZone. Getting the job done just got easier. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. See store for restrictions and details. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Folks, before we go any deeper into today's show, we'd like to stop for a moment and extend our condolences to the Jackson family. Brenda Jackson passed away on Monday at the age of 65. She lost her long battle with cancer. She is the mother of Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Kelly Earnhardt Miller. And on behalf of the entire Motor Racing Network family, we extend our condolences, our thoughts, our prayers, and our best wishes to Brenda Jackson and her family, Brenda passing away Monday at the age of 65. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been a legendary driving force powering many of the best-known trucks on the road. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies in components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. Hey guys, Corey Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma on the Sunday Money Podcast. We talk racing. What happened in California? Like, what is that, you know? Yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. I could not. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaine is here with something in his hand. Does I brought work? you our script because you guys are like our show. So It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to Procore Week on NASCAR Live. This weekend, NASCAR Hall of Famer Dale Jarrett will join Jeff Striegel and Alex Hayden in the broadcast booth for the Geico 500 at Talladega Super Speedway. For the better part of 50 years, his father, Ned Jarrett, and his brother, Glenn Jarrett, have been broadcasting for the Motor Racing Network. With us for the first time for the Daytona 500, former two-time national champion Ned Jarrett in the pits. Ned, what's the story? Ken, they're working in the area of the oil It field. was very special for me to work for MRN because of the people that were involved and uh, the future that I saw in the network. I, I knew that it 
that it had a great future ahead of it and that it would be a growth situation and become the dominant network in the sport. And, and that meant a lot to me to be able to do that, but then to work with Ken Squire and Barney Hall, I mean, that, that was just, I didn't realize how big a treat it would be and could be until I did it. Glenn Jarrett of Hickory, North Carolina is with him. And Glenn, you're one of those who- The very first one I did was a, uh, was a truck race in Atlanta. Of course, as I said earlier, I had worked a lot of television up until that time. And so I was pretty familiar with, you know, with what, uh, uh, what was expected of me. But with radio, you have to be a little more descriptive because you're not looking at pictures on television. And so uh, probably took me a race or two to, 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 you know, to adapt to that. But, but after that, it, uh, it pretty much became second nature to what, to what I'd already been doing. Let's go now to Glenn Jarrett. And Scott Speed is uh, surveying what? Well, there are a lot of things that I learned from my dad. Some of them we can't talk about here on the radio. But, uh, uh, yeah, and, and pretty much the, the same simple advice that was probably given to, uh, given to him. Uh, don't try to be a know-it-all. Don't try to, to talk about things that you're really not uh, uh, equipped enough or, or capable enough to talk about. Just be yourself and uh, uh, try to come across as, uh, uh, I guess, as descriptively but as simply uh, as you can. In other words, don't dig a hole that you can't get out of. Check in quickly with Ned Jarrett, who will be reporting all the action from the pits this afternoon to see if... Well, it's very special for my sons to follow in my footsteps to to some degree uh glenn of course has done radio and television and that that was always a treat i mean it, it was an honor for me to to stand back and say hey that's my son up there doing that and then dale after he retired he got into to television and uh, then to be asked to come on to mrn at talladega is, is, is something too that's very special because uh you know i had done MRN for so long myself, and and that he gets to uh, to participate at least on a on a day there. That that means a lot to me. I mean, you know, all fathers like to see their sons follow in their footsteps, especially if it's uh, a legitimate sport or a legitimate business. I commend MRN for uh, working the deal out with Dale, and and I'm happy that Dale agreed and and had the time to be able to do it. Uh, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh, the last race, the last Cup Series race that Dale won uh, was at Talladega. Caution flag is waving along with a checkered flag. Dale Jarrett is going to win the UAW Ford 500, the first time he's led all afternoon, and it came at the most important moment. I have watched his career uh, working on, on, uh, on television for as long as, he, uh, as long as he has, and I'm not sure. It'd be kind of like me trying to tell my dad what to do, what are you going to tell Ned Jarrett? And I look at it as, what am I going to tell Dale Jarrett? They already know uh, way more than I do, and I'm just I'm just happy for the opportunity that Dale has to do that, and uh, I'm certainly not going to give him any advice. All of us here at Motor Racing Network are looking forward to having Dale Jarrett with us Sunday, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern, and Dale will complete the Jarrett trifecta. Coming up on NASCAR Live, Kyle Petty will join the show, and later... We'll preview this weekend's Geico 500 at Talladega. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete. Second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Listen up, builders. That's all that separates first place from dead last. When every second counts, you don't have time to second-guess your tools. That's why Procore's construction management platform was built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. With easy-to-use mobile tools, our software makes managing construction projects easier, whether you're building an airport or a carport. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. Next week, we'll name the wheel entrusted to perform pit crew of the week from Talladega on the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Kyle Petty will join us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 
MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crossed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches. Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach. And the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl, simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's him. Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast providers. He did, he did touch. No, he knocked the hell out of me. Veteran drivers and rookie drivers. NASCAR Today Midday keeps you up to date with all your favorites each weekday. It's a dream come true. A lot of you know the path that I've gone down. There's a lot of opportunity with the package changes, you know, with the Chevrolet and the work they're putting in. And I know one thing's for sure, it's good to have my name on top of the cup car. Don't miss any of the breaking NASCAR news with NASCAR Today Midday. Only on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We welcome you back to NASCAR Live. So glad you are with us on this week's installment. Coming up shortly, it's going to be time again for the Kyle Petty Charity Ride. And to discuss it, the aforementioned Kyle Petty is with us. Hello, Kyle. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. How you been? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Kyle Petty Charity Ride means a lot to many different people, and it means different things to different people. What does this effort mean to you and all that you've been able to accomplish in what now will be the 25th renewal of this charity ride? Man, I don't know. You know, it, it, it's so funny, Bag, that, that when we started this thing, all we really wanted to do was ride ride motorcycles. Harry Gant, myself, Don Tilly from Tilly Harley-Davidson Estates, so a bunch of us. We just wanted to ride from California back home one time, one single time, and we said we'll do it for charity. And, and here we are 25 years later. In that time, camp has been built this is the 15th anniversary of Victory Junction, the 25th anniversary of, of the Kyle Petty Charity Ride. I, I'll never forget riding out through Utah and Montana uh, the first couple of years thinking, man, here we are out here. Nobody knows about NASCAR out here. And, and everywhere we would stop, there would be NASCAR fans that would come out to see us. And I'm thinking, man, this NASCAR thing's pretty big. And it just it, it fascinated me. So I, I think for me, the ride just means it, it means so much to me personally because of what it means to the camp and what camp means to those kids that come. Uh, but at the same time, it means so much to me personally that 25 years later, uh, Harry Gant's still riding with me, and you know Don would still be here, and Click would still be here, and some of those guys would still be riding along with us after 25 years. But at the same time, the fans and the people that we've met along the way, it's like a vehicle to spread the gospel of, of camp and NASCAR and, and what this is all about. Now, for those that may be new to the scene and don't know what the Kyle Petty Charity Ride Across America is all about, you mentioned... You mentioned camp, and obviously Victory Junction is the camp that you're referring to. For those that don't know, what type of assistance, what does camp provide to the folks that are in need, and who are those folks that are there to receive that help? Yeah, the camp is, is a camp for children with chronic and life-threatening illnesses. It's part of Paul Newman's serious fun group of camps. It used to be called the Hole-in-the-Wall Gang Camps. Uh, the original camp is still referred to as the Hole-in-the-Wall Camp in, in Connecticut, but uh, there are six, seven, eight camps across America uh, that are fall under that umbrella. When my son Adam's accident happened in 2000, uh, I had been fortunate. He wanted to build a camp, and we had talked about it, and I'd been fortunate to drive some sports car races with Paul. So we built a camp, and we've seen 30,000 kids, almost 30,000 kids and their families have come through camp. They, the Kyle Petty Charity Ride has been responsible for sending about 25 or 30% of those kids to camp. We've sent almost 8,000 kids, a little over 8,000 kids to camp because of the funds that we raise. Camp is totally free to all children that come. We've seen kids from all 50 states and from six or seven foreign countries, but uh, it's totally free to all kids that come. Their parents pay nothing. It's just about bringing kids to camp with different chronic illnesses, whether that be gastrointestinal, craniofacial, certain forms of cancer, certain blood disorders, and allowing kids 6 to 16 years old with like illnesses experience what a camp is like. We do everything just as a regular camp, whether it's ropes course or zip line or horses or arts and crafts or swimming or archery, whatever it may be. Uh, it's just a medically safe environment. So uh, we've been very, very blessed uh, to do the ride, but very blessed to be in the NASCAR community to have the support of so many fans. I would imagine one of the things that the kids get from that is just the solace knowing that they're not alone. I, I imagine that yeah. a lot of these kids think that, 
you know, I have this illness and I'm in this all by myself. By going to camp, they're getting put with other kids who are basically dealing with the same thing or kind of the same thing that they are. Yeah, it, and, and they do. And, 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 and a quick story we had, I think, last year, year before, we had a little boy who, during Diabetes Week, and he came and he was 12 or 13 and just had, they had, had his parents had had issues uh, because he would not take his medicine because in his mind he was so different because he had to, to take the insulin. He had to be different, and he wouldn't take his medicine. Uh, and his parents wrote us a letter about a month later and said that they felt like that camp had almost saved this little boy's life because as soon as he got back from camp, he took his medicine all the time because he had been at camp with 120 other people who did exactly the same thing. And it wasn't a big deal to them, so why should it be a big deal to him? Um, so I think it does. It empowers. It, it. You're not the only person with diabetes in the world. You're not the only person with spina bifida. You're not the only person with a blood disorder or hemophilia, whatever that may be. There are other people in this world just like you, and you know what? They're getting along, so I can get along too, and that's kind of the way they react. Chatting with Kyle Petty, the Kyle Petty Charity Ride, going to kick off here on Friday, May 3rd. What is the trek this year? I know that you've changed the route lots of times, but it seems like that you've got a, quite an interesting nine-day <laughs> affair coming up here. Where all will you be stopping, and where, are, or where all are you going? Okay, this one's crazy. I, I will say that. Since this was the 25th, we decided we wanted to do something uh, that we had never done. We'd gone west to east. We'd gone north to south. Uh, we've been a little bit everywhere, but we've never gone corner to corner. So uh, we decided we would leave Seattle, Washington, and we would go to Key Largo. Like right around 3,700 miles, it's nine days. We go Seattle, Washington to Ontario, Oregon, then down to Provo, Orem, Utah, uh, then over to Glenwood Springs, Colorado, down to Santa Fe, from Santa Fe, we go over to Childress, Texas. From Childress, Texas, we go over to Shreveport, Bossier City, that area. Then down to Pensacola, then over to Tampa, Florida, and then down to, to Key Largo. And a bunch of us are, are going to stay over an extra day and go to Key West to say that we rode all the way from Seattle to Key West. Uh, and that's about as far as you can go in the United States. Wow, that's amazing. Who who all has signed up so far to be a part of this? Well, you know, I got the usual suspects. My dad, Harry Gant. Harry Gant this will be Harry Gant's 25th ride with us. Uh, that wow. is, that's crazy to me that Harry has ridden that long. So Harry, Donnie Allison, uh, David Reagan's going with us again this year. David's going to, in between Talladega and Kansas is when, when the ride is. So David's going to come out, and he and Jacqueline are going to come out and ride a few days. Herschel McGriff. Okay, now Herschel's, what, wow. 91, 92 now? But yeah. Yeah, so Herschel, Herschel's riding with us again. This will be his third year, uh, and he's a, he's a Hall of Fame nominee. I hope he eventually gets there, man, because he is mm-hmm. what he's done has been special. And then um, Max Pappas is going with us this year. He called recently and said, hey, I'd like to ride for a few days, so Max is going to come. And I don't think our riders know what to expect when, they, when, when Max gets there. He's such a good guy. But uh, Herschel Walker, George Rogers, two Heisman Trophy winners. And then uh, my other usual suspects, Rick Allen, Chris Devoter from NBC Sports, uh, Rutledge Wood. Uh, all those are going to ride with us. So uh, our usual suspects. And then this year we've got about 25 or 30 new riders who have never done it before. So we're going to break them in pretty quick with it. It's the Kyle Petty Charity Ride. Find out more at kylepettycharityride.com. Coming up, we'll get thoughts from Kyle about what he's seeing in 2019, and a whole lot more as NASCAR Live continues. This is one of the greatest days of racing. A picturesque setting for a racetrack, one of the best that we go to throughout the course of the year. You know when you come here, you're probably going to see things happen that you will not see anyplace else. Oh Campgrounds are full, the fans are filing into their seats, and we are just about ready to get things going. Awesome to hear this place is sold out once again this year. It's going to be an exciting one here today. Plan your weekend at a Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race today by visiting nascar.com slash tickets. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. More with Kyle Petty coming up. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. 
Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. When you're on the go, missing the side-by-side action at the racetrack isn't a problem. Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Motor Racing Network brings the NASCAR race to you, wherever you are, so you don't miss one lap of the excitement. Denny Hamlin has won the 61st edition of the Daytona 500. You are the man, D.A. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. This is NASCAR Live. Labonte tries to make the ultimate test, see if it'll stick in the outside lane. He's still there, trying to get even with Kyle Petty. He'll get a fender alongside. Now he pulls even with Petty. Petty's stronger down low. He'll hold him off in turn three. Kyle Petty works the low side of the racetrack, holding off all challengers. Kyle Petty will break a two-year winless streak. He wins the Miller 500. Now, back to Mike Bagley. That's how it sounded Sunday, June 4th, 1995 at what was then known as Dover Downs International Speedway. Kyle Petty getting his final win in what was the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. The 1995 Miller Genuine Draft 500, Kyle leading 271 of 500 laps around the Monster Mile. We welcome you back to NASCAR Live. We transition from 1995 into 2019. Kyle Petty continues with us here on the show. It seems like that this year, Kyle, 2019 has been punctuated with performances by JGR and Team Penske. Seems that the Gibbs and Penske cars are buttoned in. My question for you is your thoughts on those two, but who is third in succession behind those two organizations? Wow. Yeah, and you're right. It, it, it's, it's Penske and Gibbs right now. And, and you know what? It, here's the thing. Very impressed. Um, and and when, when, for me, one of the most impressive things so far this year and I, I've, I've withheld comment on it uh, a little bit, what is, um, is Martin Truex. Because I felt like Martin and Cole were the two outlaws from out west who now were going to be put in corporate America in their little cubicle, and they were going to have to perform. And I was, was a little apprehensive of how they were going to perform inside that corporate atmosphere. Uh, but, I, you know, the win at Richmond, that was big for them. But I, I look at it, and I want to say – that the Penske team has just been a little bit more consistent team-wise. At least they've got two cars every week. The Gibbs guys, they have one that can dominate, whether it be Kyle Busch, whether it be Denny Hamlin winning a race, uh, but mostly Kyle has carried the, the Gibbs banner. So I, I, I kind of give a nod still to the Penske organization uh, with Kyle Busch right there with them. But you know who's third? I, I'm not sure there is a third, man. If I'm going to give a third, I'm going to go to Ganassi. Uh, with with Kurt Busch. I mean, he's carried that banner and done a great job. But, you know, I've really just not seen, you know, a lot out of the Hendrick group yet, um, not seen a lot out of the Childress group, although I do think they're having the, a better year than they've ever had. They're just not capable of running in that top two or three and contending for wins yet. But I think they're getting there, and I think Richard Childress Racing will get there. Uh, but I don't. I'm not sure there is a third. If I if I've got to give somebody I, again, I'll go to Ganassi with with Kurt Busch. Well, it's interesting you go with Ganassi and Kurt has done a whole lot. He's gotten acclimated pretty quickly over there. The head scratcher for me is the woes of Kyle Larson. I know that he's had some things not go his way, but it would seem, and this is just my perception, it seems like Kyle may be having a challenge getting acclimated to the new Aero package. I mean, this is a guy that's used to driving lightweight cars and you know hanging it out and all that stuff. It doesn't seem to me that the new aero package, his driving style, are going together. What's your take on Kyle and his early season challenges? That's a great perspective to look at it that way because Kyle's used to light cars and the horsepower to, to weight ratio being great, uh, a lot of horsepower to a little weight. When we took horsepower away from these cars, obviously that changed in the wrong direction for what Kyle was used to driving. And, and the other thing is this. I think with this package, with the aero package, Kyle was the wall guy. He's the guy that would get up next to the wall and just run, 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 run. Now with these cars and some of the places that we have gone, there's other people up there in his way, and there's other people that have taken that groove. So I, I think can he adjust and can he change a little bit to, to adopt the, 
to adapt to these cars. I don't know. But on the reverse side of that, I, I'm going to say yes uh, because I think he's a phenomenal driver. I will say this. I think every driver, no matter who you are, uh, goes through stretches where, man, if one single hot dog wrapper comes out on the racetrack, it's going to stick to your grill. And I, I just mm-hmm. think that Kyle Larson's in that place right now. There's nothing. He can't do anything right. I'm not surprised that we hadn't heard that he backed his golf cart into his motorhome at some point in time <laughs> trying to get into the garage area. That's the kind of luck he's had. That's the kind of luck he's had. And it is a head-scratcher because Kyle, because Kurt Busch has done so well. But I do think for Kyle Larson, there's a ray of hope there because you look at Kurt and you say, okay, look at how we can run. If we get this thing pointed in the right direction – we can contend and we can run up front. When you drove, did you ever have something that you had to get reacclimated to or you had to change to accommodate whether it was a car or an aero package? You know, I think, I th- I think later in my career it was the, the COT, uh, the car tomorrow, and that's what it was called then, so don't start screaming at me because I'm referred to <laughs> it as the car tomorrow. <laughs> but remember, that was the big hoopla when it came out. Now we're into Gen 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, whatever it is, but – that that was a that was a big difference. Remember, and we had wings on those things, and we had all this mm-hmm. crazy stuff, and it was just, you know, I grew up at a time where you'd go to the Buick dealership, and there was a Buick Regal, and yeah, that's going to be the race car for eighty one or eighty two, or that's a Pontiac Grand Prix that they're going to race next year. You know what I mean? And and you kind of had to adjust to the car, but the, the you adjust to the arrow of whatever that car was, but the chassis and everything stayed the same. There were so many changes with the COT, and I was. Too long in the tooth to 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 adjust to it. To be honest with you, that I, I think that was a big deal going to that. Final thing before we let you go, we're heading out to Talladega this weekend for the Geico Five Hundred. In your opinion, what skill sets does a driver need, or a skill set, to be competitive, to be a threat to win, just to basically survive Talladega? And has that changed at all over the years racing at those big tracks like that? Oh yeah, yeah, it's changed. I, you know, it, when if if we go back in time when Bill Elliott run 212 miles an hour, it was just let's get out there and run as fast as we can. Uh, and, and that's what it was all about. Now it's, yeah, let's run as fast as we can. But if I, if I look at one, one skill set, um, I think to get you to the end of the race, and I'm not going to say the last four or five laps of the race, because I think the last four or five laps of the race or last 10 laps of the race, it becomes all about racing. It becomes about maneuvering and racing and and doing what you have to do. But I think up to that point, I think if you are a chess master, uh, then that's what you need to be. You have to have that attitude that every move I make from the time they point the drop the green flag is to get me to the chessboard to where there's only three or four chess men left, and I've got to put somebody in check. Uh, and it's a mental game. It's as much a mental game that first part of that race. Uh, being in the right place. And I think it's the same way for these crew chiefs uh, to put you in the right place when you roll off pit road that last time or that you're in the right place in that last draft that comes down, whether that's third in line, whether that's second, I think it changes all the time. Um, and, and I think it changes with who's in line with you. And uh, the disappointing part that I've seen that I don't like as much, uh, and we heard it at Daytona and i Pray to Jesus above that we don't hear it all the whole race at Talladega again is how the Toyotas and the Chevys had a secret meeting to team up on the Fords because this is <laughs> all that. about manufacturer racing and manufactured racing. Uh, that's not what it's about. You know, it's about man on man. It's about team on. It's about car on car. It's not even about team on team. If I'm Kyle Busch, I want to beat Denny Hamlin. If I'm Denny Hamlin, I want to beat Kyle Busch. That's the way it should be. It shouldn't be team owners. Shouldn't be any of that. Uh, but it seemed to play out at Daytona a little bit different. I understand this is a different package. I do know that. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how this package plays. Can't wait to get down there. We always love going to Talladega, the Geico 500, here at Live on Motor Racing Network coming up on Sunday. Appreciate you stopping by. All the best in the charity ride. I know it's going to be fun again. KylePettyCharityRide.com. You're doing a lot of good work there, and uh, can't wait to see how much uh, impact that this year's renewal of the charity ride makes. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Anytime. That's Kyle Petty. Again, KylePettyCharityRide.com. Of course, you can see Kyle on NASCAR America on the NBC Sports Network. And when NBC takes over the television portion of the season, you'll see him, Chris Devota, DJ, and the rest of the NASCAR on NBC crew as they bring you NASCAR action all the way to the end of the season when we get to Homestead. More coming up on NASCAR Live.
G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right, Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game-day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. Even though one person stands on the podium, NASCAR is a team sport. From the pit crew to the wind tunnel. Teams are using technology to gain a competitive advantage. So why shouldn't your construction team? At Procore, we designed our software to do just that. Our easy-to-use mobile tool helps connect your teams, projects, and data so you can get more done in less time. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. We'll preview this weekend's race at Talladega next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. Are you ready? To help children forget about their serious medical conditions so they can just be a kid. Yeah! Then support Victory Junction, which is the dream of late race driver Adam Petty, who wanted to build a camp where children concentrate on fun and laughter, not illness or disability. At Victory Junction, kids enjoy zip lining, horseback riding, swimming, fishing, all in a medically safe environment, all at no cost to the camper. What do you say, Richard Petty? Let's do this. Learn more at VictoryJunction.org. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thank you for joining us for Pro 4 Week on MRN. We're getting you ready for racing at Talladega this weekend for the Geico 500. For this weekend's race preview, here's our Kyle Ricky. Racing at Talladega is always exciting for fans who love the high speeds and the big wrecks. But it's exciting for the drivers as well because it's an opportunity for anyone to win. Eric Almarola knows this very well as he won the last time we visited Talladega last October. You know, I think I've always had the approach and mindset going into those places, Daytona and Talladega, that, um, you know, it's an opportunity for us to go and, and win. I've been that way since I was at Petty's. Um, that was, you know, I had to go there and be aggressive at those places because those were, you know, realistically our, our only shots at, at winning races to try and make it into the playoffs, and, and we were able to do that. Um, in 2014 and, and other times we've you know had really good runs and, and shots at winning and finished top five so those places have been good to me um, over the years and, and I always go into Daytona and Talladega with a very positive mindset. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has also benefited from the wild card race winning in 2017 and says if you have a fast race car don't expect a lot of help. You know, back in the day, I feel like you had a lot of friends when you had fast cars, but now if you have a fast car, they want to shuffle you out so they don't have to contend with you. So a little bit different scenario. I feel like a lot of times you can do a lot of things on your own at Talladega and Daytona now. Uh, as much as all of us have learned with side drafting and, um, you know, I'm interested to see how this package is going to draft, you know, obviously different than uh, what we've been running. Um, you know, so is what it is. Uh, we'll go out there and do what we can and uh and try and get a win i, I always feel confident going there first off we gotta get, kind of get our stuff back on track we've uh had a rough couple weeks um you know on the racetrack so hopefully we can um you know have a, a solid weekend here and, and get things rolling thank you kyle there have been a ton of changes down there at talladega super speedway and here to talk about it is the president of talladega grant lynch grant welcome back to nascar live thanks for having me on again back man uh, not a problem. Uh, so many things going on in Talladega. It's hard to pick a starting spot, but I'll begin with something that is the newest. I've been keeping tabs of the transformation there on the uh, website and looking at the construction cam and looks like you got a 
pretty new sporty tunnel there that uh, goes beneath turn number three. Is that all buttoned up, ready to roll? It comes it's just, just short of the old crossover that everybody used to have to take their RVs in and out from Talladega. And if you got there at 8.05, you were stuck out there forever. And I'm not really sure how the track with the biggest infield was the last track to get a big tunnel, but we've got a doozy now. It's in. The track has been cut, and then we've gone all the way. went 50 feet down. We put the tunnel in, and then we packed it all the way back to the top so we don't have a dip. And it's in now, which is probably the greatest fan amenity for our fans, as well as the team and everybody that's going to use the infield going forward. So we're very, very happy about that. And I know that that's just phase one. Uh, What is the status of of phase two? When will that get underway, and when will that be over? Well, we also have our new consumer RVs are in down there that lead right into the old runway down going into turn one. So that's in for this race as well. So those two things are here. The big piece will come between our race, this this race, and our October race, and that's where we're going to go to the media center up to Russell's media center, and we're going to take even that shed that's on the the south end of the media center. We're going to take that off, and then everything from there all the way down to the new uh, pad down there for the RVers is going to be gutted, and we're going to build the Talladega Garage experience in that period up to October. And that's going to be a lot of work in a very short period of time. Wow. Got a lot going on down there. And uh, I can't wait to see it in person. I know a lot of folks can't wait to see that. Can't wait to see the racing this weekend. Um, One of the storylines coming into the race, Grant, is that there's a lot of unknowns. You know, we're using this new aero package. How's it going to work? And then again, unknowns at Talladega. We've not been here before. We've been here many, many times before. It seems like unknowns and unexpected and Talladega seem to go hand in hand. It does, and I'm, I, if I had to tell you how many different uh, body configurations or, or different types of plates, you know, now we have a tapered spacer versus a restrictor plate, uh, and the different numbers we've had during a weekend where we, we had multiple plates running during a weekend here as well. And remember the two-car push that we had? That brought us 88 lead changes one time, which I wasn't really a big, huge fan of those, but 88 lead changes are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. They are indeed, and of course, you know, you always have that surprise winner that'll pop up here or there, just part of the lure of racing at Talladega Super Speedway. Grant Lynch joins us on the hotline here on NASCAR Live. It is a triple header weekend. You got the ARCA cars in town, the Xfinity Series, and the Cup Series. When fans pick up the phone or go online to make a ticket purchase, what awaits them when they pull onto the property? What kind of fun do you have in store for them? Well, fun at Talladega has to mean the infield. That's where everybody <laughs> wants to be. And we kick it off on Friday night after the after the General Tire 200 race, uh, ARCA Series race, with the big one on the boulevard. And that's that party where we put the drivers and other celebrities on the float, and they come down Talladega Boulevard, and we park them over by the Miller Activity Pavilion. And then we start the fun with all the various contests that Russell and his team think up for them to do. It's a great way just to have people get have a great time. And the fans in the infield, as you know, just love it. I mean, they absolutely love it, and everybody has a good time. I tell everybody, we think up all these, these various contests. As soon as we start, we lose control of the whole thing, and it just <laughs> runs off in its own direction. And it never matters to anybody, and it's always a great time to start off the week. But it's a great way to go. Now, a twist for the GEICO 500 on Sunday is that you've already been named an honorary race official. Seems like the good folks at GEICO stepping up there and making you go to work there for a little bit on board and above and beyond of what you're already doing there as far as making sure everything runs smoothly. Yeah, they, they called me up and asked me to, to do gentlemen Start Your Engines, which I've never done. Uh, and they are such an awesome sponsor for us and have been for years. There's no way I could tell them no, so I'm going to get to do that as well. And so that's going to be really exciting. And I did want to tell the fans, don't forget, Granger Smith plays on Saturday night. That's after the Money Moneyline 300 NASCAR Xfinity Series race, and you got that. Now, the great news is when you buy your GEICO 500 ticket, you're admitted to the infield to hear Granger play as well. So that's a, you pay one time, and you get two different experiences off that ticket. So I really believe with the free camping and all we offer race fans, we have to be one of the cheapest sporting event weekends that people can do in the United States. For those that have yet to make their plans and want to come be a part of the fun, where can they get their tickets and how can they reach out to you and get squared away? Go to talladegasuperspeedway.com, see all the packages we've been talking about today, and then call us at 
go to T-O, the number two on your phone, Digga, D-E-G-A. World says Digga, but it is Digga. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you say it, just as long as you keep saying it. We can't wait to That's get there, exactly Grant. Right. Geico 500 race weekend, kicking off Friday with the General Tire 200 for the ARCA cars, the Xfinity Series uh, Money Lion 300, that is, and the Geico 500 coming up on Sunday. Appreciate the time. We'll look forward to seeing you and the crew when we arrive on the property there on Friday morning. Can't wait for you all to get here. See you then. Thank you. That is Grant Lynch. Uh, the Geico 500 race weekend, Talladega Super Speedway. If you've never been to Talladega, you need to get there. In the words of our legendary Barney Hall, they don't race them anywhere in the world like they race them at Talladega. More coming up on NASCAR Live. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, game changers. Makes me think of Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Finally, a simple, efficient way to quote home insurance. Let's go to Colin, who will now try to say something. Okay, first of all, are you kidding? Never in my life. Okay, when you see stuff like this, look, I'm not the only one who thinks this, although everybody says I am. Well said, Colin. Well said. Get right to the point with Home Quote Explorer. It's a game changer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. The weather's heating up, which means it's the perfect time to get that brake job done. At AutoZone, we have everything you need to do it right. Replacing your brake pads? It might be time to replace your rotors, too. Our Duralask Brake Bundle has the proven tough Duralask pads and rotors you need to do the complete job, starting at only $99.99 and sold only at AutoZone. Getting the job done just got easier. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. See store for restrictions and details. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Which drivers got their first win at Talladega? It's a long list, but we'll tell you next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Check out MRN.com for a new podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Benson to the bottom of the racetrack. This is the race for the lead and the win at Michigan. And some wild moments. One truck is in the air. Matt Crafton upside down. And we'll let you hear the stories behind them. He was too bullheaded to let me pass him, and I was too bullheaded to let him have it. Download the show for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. Looking towards the weekend? Aren't Thursdays a drag? Ours too. Get your weekly dose of nitro-fueled NHRA talk every Thursday on this straight line presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Ralph Shaheen. Join Doug Herbert and myself as we talk with the biggest names, both past and present, to ever stomp down on the loud pedal. Top fuel, funny car, pro stock, motorcycles, you name it, we talk about it. Don't miss the straight line. Thursdays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever your favorite podcasts are heard. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to Pro 4 Week on NASCAR Live. As we get you ready for racing at Talladega this weekend, we'd like to recognize drivers that scored their first win there because it could happen again this Sunday. For more, here's MRN Pit reporter Steve Post. Talladega Super Speedway has a lot of things to a lot of different drivers in NASCAR. For many of those drivers, it's the location of their first Cup Series win. And in many cases, their one and only win. Talladega has had that characteristic from the very beginning back in 1969. With all the controversy surrounding the first race, a relatively no-name driver put his name on the record books as the very first winner at Talladega. Richard Brickhouse of Rocky Four, North Carolina, moving down through the West Turn. The second flag is down, and your winner, Richard Brickhouse. Confetti going up from the crowd. They've torn up the programs or whatever they had and throwing confetti up in the air. In 1973, Richard Brooks was doing a part-time schedule and was not even supposed to be in the Talladega 500. NASCAR denied Jimmy Crawford from driving in the race due to his inexperience on the high banks. So Brooks took the seat and scored his first and only Cup Series win. Brooks high in the middle groove coming around. We had a dark horse win the Talladega 500 here last year in the form of James Hilton. Looks like they're going to do it again. Richard Brooks. 
Brooks. Cross the line as the winner. In 1978, it looked as if Benny Parsons would win the Talladega 500, but he ran over debris in the closing laps, and Lenny Pond was there to capitalize and score his one and only victory. Who will it be, Donnie Allison or Lenny Pond? They're in the trial. They are 900 yards, and it looked like a piece of something came off the car. Lenny Pond will win the Talladega 500 by two car lengths at the start-finish line over Donnie Allison. One of the most exciting finishes at Talladega happened in 1981. Darrell Waltrip, Terry Labonte, and Ron Bouchard came across the finish line side-by-side side with Bouchard scoring his one and only win. Terry Labonte sweeps around on the outside, and he is there. Then down on the inside comes Bouchard. Three abreast, they'll come across the start finish line. It'll be Bouchard by just about a foot. Ron Bouchard will win the 13th Talladega 500 and become the 13th different driver to do it. In the 1986 Talladega 500, Bobby Hillen Jr. broke into the win column for his only victory. Bobby Hillen goes to the inside. Rusty Wallace drives outside. Tim Richmond stays low. It's Talladega again, smiling on underdog Bobby Hillen Jr. of Midland, Texas, picking up his first Winston Cup win. Not all first-time winners at Talladega are one-hit wonders. NASCAR Hall of Famer Davey Ellison scored his first of 19 Cup wins at Talladega in 1987. Highly partisan crowd cheering the young driver who's won here in Arca, but never a Winston Cup race. Davey Allison brings the Haviland Four to the start-finish line and wins the Winston 500. Talladega produced two first-time winners in 1988. The first came with Benny Parsons' younger brother, Phil Parsons. Looking for his first win after 110 Winston Cup races. Phil Parsons holding off the challenge of Bobby Allison. Phil Parsons wins the Winston 500. And the second with Ken Schrader. Kenny Schrader trying to pick up his first ever Winston Cup win, but it's Earnhardt going down to the low side of the racetrack. They'll come three wide towards the stripe. Kenny Schrader, another first-time winner here at Talladega, Alabama. Through the 90s and early 2000s, Talladega's tradition of producing first-time winners laid dormant until 2006 when Brian Vickers did what he had to do to win the UAW Ford 500. The front four break up just a tad. Dale Earnhardt Jr. all by himself out front. Here's Shimmy Johnson. Final time down the back straightaway. Johnson dives to the bottom. They make contact. Johnson around, Earnhardt around, sliding and slamming down on the inside lane. Brian Vickers leads the pack to three. Brian Vickers is going to score his first career NASCAR Nextel Cup Series win. Three years later in 2009, in only his fifth Cup Series start, Brad Keselowski took the lead at the expense of Carl Edwards to win his first Cup race. Carl Edwards has the lead, though. He's not been in the picture all afternoon. Suddenly he's in the lead, but under attack, contact here at the Trioval. Edwards goes up in the air. Brad Keselowski comes by. He'll score the win in the Aaron's 499. And the most recent first-time winner at Talladega is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in 2017. This is the moment our race car driver lives for. Leading the field at Talladega Super Speedway with big names behind him. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in that position. He will cross the line and win the Geico 500. Talladega is a special place for competitors and race fans alike. No other track has smiled so many times on first-time winners. Who could be next? Drivers like Daniel Suarez, Alex Bowman, William Byron, Bubba Wallace, and several others are ready to be that next guy. Their next golden opportunity happens this Sunday in the Geico 500. MRN has live coverage starting at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks, Posty. It is anyone's race this weekend, as it always is at Talladega. Coming up, we'll preview this week's podcast on MRN.com, and we'll look back on the events of the week in NASCAR history. It's a part of our AutoZone commercial free zone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Listen up, builders. That's all that separates first place from dead last. When every second counts, you don't have time to second-guess your tools. That's why Procore's construction management platform was built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. With easy-to-use mobile tools, our software makes managing construction projects easier, whether you're building an airport or a carport. 
For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. This week is the 10th and final installment of our podcast series called MRN Presents the Tough Trucks of NASCAR, 25 Years and Still Trucking. This week's show is about the rivalries and the boiling points. Here comes Mike Skinner now coming down for the Hell, every week. What are you talking about? Every week there was a bowling point. I mean, there was times that, that they, came, they came on my radio once at Memphis and said, if you hit him again, we're parking. And I said, well, so basically it was all right for him to knock the crap out of me and slide me plumb up the racetrack, but it's not okay for me to pay him back. Yes, you know. Now here's Spray going for second. He and Hornaday come together. Now Hornaday goes around, slams into the wall. Don't get me wrong. We had our moments, and we had our weeks where I was so mad at him one time. I didn't talk to him for two, three weeks, and I was mad at Skinner the same way several times, and Hornaday was mad at me. Or the Hornaday was mad at me big time over the IRP white glove deal, which appears as if I just totally wrecked him, which I didn't. I got loose, and I turned right to correct and hit him. He wasn't going to win anyway. I had him covered, so I don't know what he was even mad about. With Ron Hornaday, Ron, you had a rocket ship out there. What happened on the track between you and Kyle? Gosh, Kyle's a moron, I guess. I mean, if they don't park him like they did Harvick at Martinsville for tomorrow's race or Sunday's race, that's wrong. They need to park him. Comes out to a solo spin by Todd Bodine. That was close quarter racing between Bodine and Kyle Busch. At the time, when, I, when we first started this whole Jermaine thing, I was probably one of the few that could actually run with Kyle. We just bumped heads and one of those things it ended up being a rivalry that's all from this week's podcast mrn presents the tough trucks of nascar 25 years and still trucking you can download that show for free as well as the rest of the series at mrn.com and on itunes before we wrap up this week's show Susie armstrong is here for this week in nascar history thanks mike this week we open our history books to 1976 Disco rules the nightclubs. Maxie Nightingale dominates the airwaves with right where we started from. Barbara Walters breaks the glass ceiling, becoming the first female news anchor on network television. Chicago Cubs center fielder Rick Monday captures the nation, saving an American flag from fiery destruction by determined demonstrators. And Daryl Waltrip torched the field at Martinsville Speedway in the Virginia 500, claiming the first of 11 wins on the tight paper clip. Waltrip out of the throttle for the first time this afternoon, the Virginia 500, 1976 NASCAR championship races history. Winner, Daryl Waltrip. 1982. Asia's heat of the moment holds at number one on the rock charts. John Hinckley Jr. stands trial for the attempted assassination of President Ronald Reagan. WKRP in Cincinnati ends a four-season run on CBS. And a handsome Harry Gant finally charms his way to victory lane, winning the Virginia National Bank 500 at Martinsville. And you can say, look at that old bandit run, because car 33, the Skull Bandit, now in turn number three, he's slowed off the pace, he's waiting and watching for the checkers. Harry Gant comes out of turn four and takes the checkered flag to win his first Winston Cup Grand National stock car victory in over 100 starts. 1999, Kenny Chesney knew how Richard Petty feels, leading country chart challengers at number one with How Forever Feels. The Matrix is in full control at the box office. Denver Broncos quarterback John Elway declares he's letting go after an accomplished 16-year career in the NFL. And Dale Earnhardt wouldn't let go of the lead, holding off Dale Jarrett to win the diehard 500 at Talladega Super Speedway. Dale Earnhardt continues to show the way through the corner. Jarrett gains on his back bumper. Jarrett looks to the inside. Earnhardt leads off four. Here they come to the trial for the final time. Jarrett's got one last shot at making a move on Earnhardt. He is not close enough to do it. To the checkered flag they come. Dale Earnhardt wins the diehard 500. His first victory since winning the Daytona 500 to start the 1998 season. And those are just some of the events of this week in NASCAR history. Thanks, Susie. This has been the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone. AutoZone.
And that's going to put a wrap on today's show. We'd like to thank Ned and Glenn Jarrett for joining us. Also, we'd like to thank Kyle Petty and Grant Lynch, the president of Talladega Super Speedway. For the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us as well. Talk to you next week right here on NASCAR Live. Enjoy Talladega. So long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.